was a music in the marketplace. The streets have come alive. The town is in a tizzy. It's a busy, buzzing hive. There's cause for this commotion and emotional display. We just can't wait to celebrate our favorite holiday. Le jour d'amour, your song is in the air. What magic will you make for us? What promise will you share? That golden bell, sweet laughter, will soon be ringing clear. The best of all the festivals, le jour d'amour is here. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Did We Need That Sequel podcast, a podcast where we watch Disney sequels and ask the question, was that really necessary? Usually, no. So today, watch us said, I am your host, Danielle, and today we have some very special guests with us. No Dan, so replacing Dan, we have the host from Mouse Rants, we have Jerry and Simone. Welcome, guys. Hello. Oh, Hello. sorry. I didn't even let you say welcome. I talked over you. No, it's okay. Sir. Talk over me. <laughs> I'm the yes, worst, aren't I? So rude. <laughs> yeah, really rude. Thanks a lot. Sorry. sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, welcome, guys. Thanks for coming on. Well, thanks, thanks for, for having us. us. Oh. Oh, we sound like a couple. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Soon we're going to be finishing each other's Sand- sandwiches. Uh, oh, man. oh man! Uh, you know that was actually a um, an Arrested Development. Yes, yes. Quote. Yeah, I don't like that nobody knows that. <laughs> I, I just yeah, it's funny you said it because I just saw that episode like maybe a few weeks ago. How like, mad did you get? I was kind of like, hmm, okay, oh, God, frozen. So... That's... <laughs> yeah, that's another episode. Okay, guys, another frozen episode. two. Eventually, yeah. I mean, it'll happen. I'm sure it'll happen. Ugh. I mean, isn't it in production already? Yeah, it's, they're making it right now. Yeah. Oh, great. So, Simone's not really in the know. No, I know nothing. Okay. I don't. I don't even use Twitter. I, I got a Twitter and I never use it because I, I was. It was just taking up too much memory on my phone because I don't never have enough memory on my phone. That's okay. You know, don't use Twitter. Whatever. Who cares? Don't say in the know. Why would you want to? You know, be in the know about Frozen. You know. Yeah. What happens is she comes on Mouse Rants, and what I do is uh, I just start talking, and she's like, wait, really? <laughs> That's happening? Like, it's, it's been in the news for a long time. Yeah, I know uh, nothing about I, any. Well, I want to say awesome, but at the same time, it's, like, not awesome at all. Like, Frozen, no. Let's just be done with it. So, so just a real quick housekeeping before we begin. If you want to connect with our podcast in any way, you can visit us at our website, didweneedthatsequel.wordpress.com. You can also connect with us on social media, Twitter at DWNTS Podcast, or on Facebook, facebook.com slash DWNTS Podcast. And then we're also on Tumblr, though we never use it, but you can follow us in there, didweneedthatsequelpodcast.tumblr.com. Okay, venisons. That's the name of our listeners, by the way. Venisons. 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 Uh, because they're deer. <laughs> Honestly, like I'm thinking back, like why did we come up with that name? And I don't know. So it's in another episode. Uh, you know, I'll I'll start listening to more than just a few that I've heard because I want to hear where you came up. <laughs> venisons the, the, from. Or, or the origin of. <laughs> to be fair, like we did not come up with a name until I think it was like our sixth or seventh episode. So it it had to happen. We were like, you know what? Let's just settle with this. Okay. 
We, I, I think ours, our degenerates came out from an email. Somebody wrote, and you're like, oh, the only, the only people who would listen to your show are degenerates. And they, I think it just kind of stuck because we started, like, making fun of them. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh, guess, oh, guess all of our degenerates. And then that's how that happened. Yep. See, that's organic. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. So today we're talking about a film uh, that, oh. Film? Wish- Okay, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh. Wow, that was a bad term. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Today we'll be discussing Citizen Kane, <laughs> a.k.a. Hunchback 2. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, this is a direct-to-video sequel. It came out in 2002. And what's interesting about this film is that I think it has almost the entire voice cast from the original movie. Yeah, except for Frollo. He's yeah. the only, because he's, you know, dead. Right, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the woman who voiced um, Laverne. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she passed away. Before mm-hmm. And then um, David Ogden Stiers was also in the original film. I guess he voiced the Archbishop. Um, really? Oh, yeah, he, the character wasn't there. Right, exactly. It, it was weird, because Wikipedia said that um, he was replaced with Jim Cummings, but that the character was completely redesigned, so I'm like, okay, why don't <laughs> like new character? I don't get it, but okay. Um, so let's begin, shall we, on this terrible film, terrible yes. journey? I just want to want to preface it by saying this film was made in 2000 and not released until 2002, so it's <laughs> always a problem when something like that's happening. Oh boy! Well, it was also made by the um, Walt Disney Studios Japan. Yeah, uh, we, yes. it, it's funny when the movie started. I was like, "Why does this look like '80s anime?" And I, I was know. like, "I was obsessed." And then at the end, when the credits came up, I saw all the Japanese names, and I was like, "Phenomenal!" That's why it's an anime. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, let's just talk real quick about the plot of this film before we get even get into it. Okay. You guys realize, like, I'm sure you noticed this. That it was like practically the same plot as the original, just twisted. Uh, into, I guess, Quasimodo being the Esmeralda, I guess, who saves, what's her name, Madeline? Madeline, whatever. Um, I noticed that. The only thing that was odd was, uh, first of all, the, uh, what do they call the gargoyles? Somehow, ever, they were actually real. They weren't just in his head anymore. So that was weird. Yeah. And, uh, and he, there was no Quasimodo character. If you know, if you were right. going from the first film, yeah. like there was no tortured soul. It was a pretty light-hearted movie. Oh yeah. Which was, you know, Victor Hugo would never make a light light-hearted book. So. so I wonder if it's just because, like, of all the com- they probably had a bunch of complaints. Disney was probably like, "Eh, this is so like sad. It's not a happy ending. He doesn't get the girl, and uh-huh. it's so dark. And you know, like this guy's like killing people." Eh. <laughs> like and then that's why they had to do this really like lighthearted like kind of like lame like, movie. <laughs> Have either of you read the original book? I've skimmed it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I probably skimmed it. There's okay. a lot of description. Oh, that, that's the thing oh, about yeah. Hugo is he describes every stupid little thing. Oh, uh, yeah. I I can't deal with that. So I you know <laughs> I've read some of the dialogue in the book. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. But yeah, I've looked at it. Okay. I was just wondering because I've read it and it, you're right, like so dial or so much description and stuff. But like, even though it's so different from the film, I feel like the Disney movie is an excellent film. Like, oh, can I, we agree I, about that? I can't oh, yeah. agree more. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was great. I mean, the thing is, the music is so good. Oh, it yeah. did not get the praise it deserved. No. You know, but 
And it's sad so, that it didn't make it to Broadway and they did the off-Broadway uh, production yeah. at um, whatever, I forget what the name of the well, theater is, uh, Paper Mill. But I, then they decided not to bring it to Broadway. Actually, um, it's in production now to go to Broadway, I think. Really? Yeah. I thought they like canceled like yeah. yeah. I don't know what's going on with it. Um but I've been seeing things in the news like on broadwayworld.com. Um oh. like Alan Menken's involved with it and stuff. Well, obviously, I guess he would be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. If if it happens because I I have the soundtrack of the uh the off-Broadway and it was really great. So I never listened. Okay. Yeah, you, I think it's on Spotify. You can you can check it out over there if you have it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. But yeah, we get in this film. It's a very watered down version of the original. Uh, so first we see a, what's his name, Clopin or Clopin? Yeah, Clopin. although he's a weird looking Clopin. Yeah, and a, and he doesn't sound at all like. I mean, he, it's supposed to be the original. The original had this great voice, but I guess the song that they gave him. Yeah. Didn't show that off at all. Songs he didn't use the bells of Notre Dame. <laughs> no, no, and uh, the right away you can tell the animation is just just terrible. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird because we watched Hunchback again. Oh, uh, okay. Just, just because we wanted to get that the feel of it before we watched Hunchback too, and when watching it back to back because the Blu-ray has both of them on it, mm. it is such a jolt. Yeah. <laughs> it, it animation's amazing and then all of a sudden it looks like a television show from the 1980s that mm. was made in Japan. <laughs> it reminded me of when I was a kid my mom never really wanted to buy me like the expensive uh, VHSs because they were like $100 so she would always buy me like you know the bootleg versions of everything like there was a like a fake Cinderella or like you know like probably called like Cindy or something like that <laughs> like you know like really bad versions of these uh, fairy tales and they like they were like 99 cents and mm -hmm. that's what it reminded me of mm -hmm. that kind of animation like in the 99 cent yeah. rack yeah definitely Oof. oh Oof. i i grew up with those too i mean <sighs> memories <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and one thing i noticed wait so have either of you seen return of jafar by chance I have, yes. Uh, you have seen it. I don't uh, think I have, Because no. for us, it was sort of a callback because in this movie, obviously, Jason Alexander comes back to voice um, a gargoyle. I forget his name. The, yeah, the main gargoyle. The one yeah. who's in love with the goat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah, I did not know was a girl goat. I thought it was uh, a boy I thought, goat. I thought there Wait. was uh, some forward-thinking homosexuality going on, but I guess not. No. I, I must have like not been paying attention. I totally didn't catch that it was a girl. Was it a girl or was it a I like? Cause they did like the the little um the uh, eyelashes, the, the eyelashes, yeah. like, the thick that eyelashes. It means like... it's a girl, I guess, in in animation. So yeah, I totally missed that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, he Jason Alexander is also in Return of Jafar. So for our podcast, it's kind of a big deal, you know, because connections or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's to be fair, he was in the original Hunchback too. Yes, he... so that even adds an extra, you know, layer right. to it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Work is work. Work is work. It's a paycheck. But here, I think he actually fits the character more than he did in in, in um Return of oh, the Far. Yeah, no, so, definitely. Because he looks like that gargoyle. <laughs> right, yeah, he does <laughs> exactly. And and like you said, we had a guest on here, um, Animat. Uh, he's a YouTuber. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. No. Well, he um. We were talking about uh, Bell's Magical World. 
Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he was basically saying, so we're talking about how Angela Lansbury was not back for that film. And it is something where these actors, they do come back because it is a paycheck, um, something to remember, even though, you know, we think of artistic integrity. But, you know, <laughs> I guess you think about these characters that they play and that emotional attachment they have to them. So, of course, they would come back, right? Yeah. And also with the Disney name, it, mm -hmm. you always think yeah. you're getting perfection. But that was when, you know, this is especially when uh, the sequel-itis started. Like, it was the first mm -hmm. few were in this era. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we get a song, um, a shitty song. <laughs> and I think... <laughs> Wait, which one is the, are we referring to? The one that Quasi sings, or are we? Um, what's the first song? <laughs> Does he I, sing? Uh, Isn't that the festival, the the more or something like that? Oh, the one yeah. that Clopin sings. Yeah, well, yeah. Don't a few I don't even remember sing? it. Don't a few people <laughs> sing? Yeah, oh, yeah, they had like, an ensemble or something like that. Yeah, like... it, that's right. It's the the song they sing like to welcome us to the film, basically. Oh, Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the bells of Notre Dame, except yeah. um, right. A little shitty yeah. and yeah, like happy like oh it's it, a festival of the, love the, the sad <laughs> thing is this is one of the best songs in the show <laughs> yeah that's the sad part <laughs> and it's but one, yeah well because in the uh, song also it's all about love and stuff and like it should be a song all about like saying quasimodo's single he's single he's single he has nobody like <laughs> should be I but the thing is, this whole thing goes for that whole lighthearted thing I was saying earlier. It's just there's nothing. They don't want to really go at all into the world of depression. They no. don't, I, don't, I don't remember, even in the saddest moments, quote unquote, of this film. Film, I said it too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was still not that bad. <laughs> like, it was, they made it so it was just a joke. Yeah, because in the first movie, like, he was, like, you saw how heartbroken he was when yeah. uh, Esmeralda was not in love with him. And, you know, like, you could see, like, the heartbreak. And that happened multiple times where he was just so upset. Here he's like, oh, you know, having fun, you know, going to festivals <laughs> and stuff, you know, playing with puppets. It's great. Exactly. And even, like, at one point, um, I guess, when he originally goes to the circus um, after Madeline runs away from him in horror... He like told, neither of them acknowledge what happened, and it's like just oh yeah, <laughs> it's <Hey>. right. <laughs> Simone, you mentioned that too. You were like, wait, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> like what? Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. And then we learn after the song that Esmeralda and Phoebus have a son. Oh. Who's Haley Joel Osment? <laughs> yes. Yes. I picked up on that. I wasn't sure. Ugh. His okay. um. Singing voices uh, is one to be forgotten. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I must say. He no was wonder like he wasn't in more music. At this time, everybody loved him during mm -hmm. this time. Though it was like right after um, uh, Sixth Sense, so like yeah. every, everybody loved him at this point. Like, Couldn't he was still, stand like, that kid. It was a big deal mm -hmm. at this time. <laughs> and he also voiced Chip in the Beauty and the Beast sequel, um, Enchanted Christmas. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <That> was... <laughs> yep. No, that's sad. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. All the See, I have so much knowledge about these sequels now. I feel like my brain is melting. It's terrible. <laughs> but that's okay, because now you have all the useless knowledge that some other people have as well. Yeah, exactly. We can all converse the so. Twitterverse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, once again, you know, it's harped on that uh, Quasi has no one. Even the gargoyles are saying it. 
basically it's like, here's the theme of the movie, finding somebody. Let's throw it in the audience's face. Yeah, and let's really show off that jewel-laden bell. Yeah. Like, that first scene, how many times, all right, there's a bell with jewels in it. (laughs) Was that in the first movie at all? I don't think it was. Nope. No. La Fidel? No. La Fidel? Oh, God. <laughs> La Fidel. Yeah, they pretty much uh, made it blatant. I mean, because the title card was even inside the bell, right? I think it was. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, it was. It was definitely in It was definitely in the bell. They, like, yeah. showcased it. They're like, this is probably going to be important. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. 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 No surprise here. It's, uh. it's like, not foreshadowing. It just is. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, all right, this is important now. Yeah. Yeah. So we learn that the circus is in Paris, and we see our villain of the film, whose name I never picked up on. His name? I said the same thing. I, I, the only reason I knew his name is because before I watched, started the movie, I pulled up the Wikipedia. They never <laughs> mentioned his name until way later in. Yeah. Um, and his name is Sarouche? Or Sarouche or Sarouche? Yeah. And he looks like a villain from a Care Bears movie. <laughs> it is the yeah. worst animated villain I've ever oh. seen. It's so poorly drawn. And he's, he's like, super, like, he looks Egyptian. Uh, not, like, a gypsy like everybody else who is supposed to be there. He was, like, super Egyptian. And um, just, like, so much makeup. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of makeup. But he's supposed to be a magician, so yeah, I guess, His like, lipstick was so red. That's like, true. He, did he that. was absolutely going transgender for this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he definitely was. And but he had no backstory either. No. But, like, you don't learn anything about him. Nothing. It's like, oh, we're going to find out, like, you know, how, like, Frollo was just, like, you know, like, he was just a, such a well-developed, like, you know, uh, villain. But this guy, like, who is he? What does he do? Like, he likes to steal. Fuck the audience. No one else cares. This guy just likes to steal. The end. Basically. End story. Well, well, he's a villain. We shouldn't understand him. That's Disney's motto, you know. <laughs> yeah. With sequels, at least. Right. Yeah, because usually they're pretty fleshed out in the original films. And that's, like, when you're, like, I cannot stand, like, when a villain's in the movie for, like, 20 seconds. (laughs) Right. Right. That's the movie. Yeah, it was pretty sad. And we then, we see he tries to do a magic trick where he's revealing uh, Madeline, I guess, is how everybody pronounced her name differently. I don't know. Madeline, Madeline. uh, I didn't notice it, actually. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least he said it weird. He said, like, Madeline. I don't know. Oh. I think they pronounced it. I think that uh, they pronounced it. Some people did pronounce it uh, Madeline. Most, I Madeline. Mostly, mostly, thinkly, think mostly was Madeline. <laughs> okay. But he pronounced it weird. It was just, maybe it was just his accent. I don't now, know. Now that you mentioned it, Daniel, I, I do remember. Like, I, Madeline, I remember it being said Madeline. like that. I don't remember who said it, but I'm assuming he was saying that. I, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, the the, um, the voice actors, I'm sure, were not in the same studio at the same time. <laughs> no, <laughs> No. no one cared. The director didn't care. The no. end. <laughs> Kids won't notice. Kids are stupid. <laughs> they are, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> We're so rich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then we can see Madeline on that tightrope, and it looks like the Haunted Mansion with the umbrella. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did that. References. Yeah. Mm. There's a couple of them in this one. I know there was a Country Bears reference to at some point. Yes. So yeah. I was like, is it just because Haley Joel Osmond is like in this? They had the <laughs> of Country Bears? He didn't do it yet. That, that movie didn't come out yet. 
Oh, maybe they had uh, thought about it after watching Hunchback 2. They're like, <laughs> yeah. hey, let's get that kid from that awful sequel and uh, put, like, you know, in, put him in the he country. He needs bears to be a country bear. Yes. Oh, uh. God. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of the tightrope, we do see uh, Madeline um, walking on this tightrope. And I don't know what you guys thought of her, but the way she spoke, especially when I'm just going to call him villain. Uh, when the villain walked in, it reminded me all of a sudden of uh, Anna from Frozen. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't get that connection. Well, on, for me, it just did that just because she was sort of, I guess, stuttering over her words and was sort of, I don't know, just the way she spoke. Um, I should have written down what she said, but for me, I was like, wait a minute, what does this remind me of? And it was Anna. And I don't know quite how, I'm going to have to post something on Twitter or something about this because <laughs> it, it's going to bother me. <laughs> um, but I just know it's weird because it was Jennifer Love Hewitt and I was just like, oh, remember when uh, she was popular and then now she was popular again and now she's gone. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, because she's she a mom. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, that usually ends a career. <laughs> yeah, and she uh, she sings a song at the end. Um, oh. Which... Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. It's so bad. She's oh. out of tune. They left it in her being out of tune. I know. <laughs> it's like why well maybe they didn't have auto tune at that time yet. So then don't yeah. give her a song. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was like really famous at that time because it wasn't that like the party of yeah. five and all that stuff. So oh, she yeah, was like can't huge. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so she was huge at that time. So they're like, oh, let's just give this girl a singing career, hmm. even though she shouldn't have one. No. Isn't that how it always goes? Always. Yeah. All Disney Channel, like, yeah. too. So. She wasn't a Disney Channel yeah, star. She was Disney Channel. Child actors, yes. Child actor. Mm. Well, she's not, she wasn't a child. Was she a child actor? She, she was a teen actor. Yeah. Was she, was she a when she was a kid? She's under 18. Okay, under 18 actor. <laughs> fine, that's a child actor. Child actor. Fine, fine, fine. Wait, what? I don't even remember what she was in. Um, you ever see Can't Hardly Wait? It was with, like, mm. a bunch of people. It was a party movie from 1999. I have not, but... Oh. Well, that's, like, that's what I know her from, but she was in the, the movie, that horror movie with the the guy, the fisherman, yeah. or whatever he was. Um, oh, I know what you did last summer. Yes. Yeah, And okay. I still know what you did last summer. summer. Yeah. I, I, I am still knowing what you did last summer. Yeah. I don't remember, but I know that something happened last summer. Yeah. yeah. 30. It was a bunch of them. <laughs> oh, classic. <laughs> oh no! But anyway, yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt is somehow gets a role in this movie and just fails. Oh, well, <laughs> I will say that when I was younger, even though I I didn't grow up with this movie, I really loved. I'm ashamed to say this, but I loved the song at the end because uh, we had a soundtrack of all these Disney songs, and I remember I would listen to it and be like, I don't know what the heck this is from, but. <laughs> Oh, like they have like in harmony from like the Little Mermaid too. Yeah, well, like... that's from the show actually. Oh, oh yes, right from the uh, TV show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, there were I tons that thing on soundtracks, and I was like, "What is this <laughs> from?" Oh, it's mermaid yeah. song. Yeah. There's there was also um, a song by Sting, uh, "My Funny Friend and Me." Have you guys heard of that? <laughs> is that the sequel that's... to "You've Got a Friend in Me"? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's that actually. Sounds... Uh, Oh, it's from uh, em- Emperor's New Groove. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, or what would have been Emperor's New Or I guess it was in the credits. I don't even know. But, yeah. So, <laughs> back to Hunchback 2. Yes. <laughs> um, so, then we see the villain come to Madeline. 
and I guess talk about how he owns her and how he wants to steal the bell from the bell tower of position exposition. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, here's where we tell you the entire backstory of Madeline because she's important. The mm. bad guy's not. No, no, of course not. We don't need to see a motive. Remember when you came to me and you were, <laughs> yeah, that thing. <laughs> yeah, and he tried to make it like this tragic story, and I just didn't care, honestly. <laughs> like, no. I don't know. Um, so yeah, we learn about again the Bell La Fidel, and how he he wants it, and he uh, I guess he brings the circus around, and he'll distract people with his magic tricks while his group steals what's in the crowd, I guess, or what belongs to the crowd. Right, so it just becomes, you know, Oliver. Well, he, he's basically Fagin at this point. Mm. Yeah. He's just got all these people stealing for him. Um, and I think they used a lot of the same, um, maybe not the same animation, but the same tricks yeah. as they did in Robin Hood because mm. there are a few moments where you're, I'm like, that exact thing happened in Robin Hood when they were stealing from Prince John. Mm-hmm. Like, two or three at least. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. But, yeah. yeah. So... Uh, one thing that I noticed also here is in the original film, and I'm sure you guys can agree with this, of the huge sort of themes and complexities in the original film. And I just kept thinking at this point, like how simple it was making it, because this relationship between the villain and Madeline, it's it could be interesting. It could right. be. And they just don't do it. I feel like what if this movie was made and it wasn't a sequel and they took more time to just flesh out these two characters? Could it have been good? Maybe. I mean, it was a the, short film. It was yeah. really short. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. Didn't. <laughs> they yeah. actually had time. They could have added the extra half hour, but they everything's could've. on, you know, was on a time limit at that time. Everything's like, oh, we got to pump out sequels. People have to buy, buy, buy VHSs. I don't care if it's good. <laughs> they'll buy it anyway. Um, I think that, yeah, there could have been potential between the characters. Um, I don't know how well it would have worked because it's just because even even if that plot became thicker, the rest of it is still so washed out and dry. You know, it's just not very – it wasn't, like, engrossing. The only reason I was watching it was because, well, first of all, I didn't remember it. I know (laughs) I saw it. And second of all, we were doing this show. So I was like, like, wow, this is like – like, I'm not getting pulled in at all by any part of this story. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, it really doesn't pull you in at all. I mean, not that I'm surprised, but right. seriously. I mean, because some of the sequels we watch really aren't that bad. Like, um, what's it, Lion King 2? Oh, I love Lion oh, King 2. so yeah. good. I, that's, that's, I remember when I wrote, when uh, you asked me to do this, the first thing I said was, I can't do Lion King 2 because <laughs> I like it too much, and I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't do happy on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting because when we recorded that episode, it w- ended up being like two hours long because um, we just loved it so much. It was so good. I okay. Seriously, well, we're not talking about that today, but uh, one day we'll talk about it together because I love that movie so much. The music was great, except for you, Pendy, and like, <laughs> <laughs> it just worked out well to me. Yeah, definitely. Better than this film. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Madeline enters the cathedral. Because uh, the villain tells her to go check it out, you know, snoop around, get to know the bell ringer. Um, and she starts calling out to see if somebody's there. And she has no idea Quasimodo is there, so she's just walking around. And she starts talking as if somebody is there. And I'm like, 
really like <laughs> I mean <laughs> yeah she was uh, going on and on and on and he just kept hiding in different spots and it was yeah. very silly looking oh. well it's funny because when he did come out I was very confused because I couldn't tell at first if she had seen him because he right. was standing right in front of her but he was in the shadow but I just I guess I wasn't paying attention well enough <laughs> <laughs> well she had a specific line that I wrote down it, uh, wouldn't you like to come where I could see you? And I like that line because it made me laugh. Yes, he would like to come where she could see him. Um, so that was the one telling line that she could not see him at that moment. Yes, yeah. exactly. And uh, finally, when she pulls the curtain aside to see him, she is horrified and runs away. So, <laughs> oh, it oh. was so like ridiculous. Yeah, like wh- why would that be the reaction? That never happened to anybody in the first movie. No. <laughs> well, we have to remember Quasimodo is ugly. The movie wants us to remember that he's. Ugly. I've met. <laughs> I've met tons of ugly people in my life, Danielle, and I've never run from any of them. Are you sure? No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, the drama. <laughs> And also another thing that is, she she notices the gargoyles, yeah. and that was like going back to what Jerry was saying before. Like, like in, in the first movie, only uh, only Quasi and um, the goat, I guess, could see them. Like, wait, the goat sometimes saw. Well, them. I think that it was supposed to be a manifestation of of his because he had no friends, so he made up these fake friends. They weren't real. They were never supposed to be real. Um, nobody ever pretended to see them. Although, like, people were like, oh, did I hear something? Like, but they never pretended to see them, ever. Yeah. And uh, suddenly, she could see them because, you know, she had imagination. Right. Yes. Okay. Is that, is, all right. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I will say, though, to the original, um, even though that concept of them sort of being imaginary is followed through most of the film, at the very end, the gargoyles so, sort of help Quasimodo at the end, if you notice. So really, they aren't imaginary if they're helping at yeah. the end. Um, Couldn't it be him actually doing it, but maybe like in his mind, thinking that yeah. they're helping him? You know what I mean? Like I don't know. They've used that concept in you know things like Fight, Fight Club. Club. Yeah, exactly. that's true. Yeah, I would. I would love actually. I'm gonna take it like that because <laughs> I know I, I love that concept of them being imaginary. So yeah, especially in a Disney film, I love that they can go there. Right. You know, where where it's not done a lot, which is another reason it wasn't not not the gargoyles themselves, but the whole thing of of his loneliness being taken to that extent. Mm-hmm. Um, they were able to do that, and that's probably why it didn't do well. <laughs> but. Yeah. Hmm. And so. After she runs away, Quasi starts singing a song. Oh, this uh... one. This is literally the worst song I've ever heard in my life. Oh, my I gosh. I would rather yeah. listen to Friday, by <laughs> <laughs> whatever her name was, than this song. It was so amelodic. It was, I mean, it was written to sound like um, the other one, uh, Out There. Yeah. And it didn't. <laughs> no. No, I don't even remember what the song sounded like anymore. No, of course you don't. It was so bad. No. Oh. I think the opening line itself is something like, it's nice to be loved by somebody who loves you back, or something like that. I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, you- <laughs> oh, the lyrics are bad, too. Like, yeah. everything. Oh, oh yeah. And, and Simone also pointed out that um, at, the, when, at this point, I know he's playing with his little dolls, and the, uh, the Madeline doll that he creates, first of all, he makes it in two seconds. But second of yeah. all, um, it looks like Tinkerbell, not like Madeline. It looks exactly <laughs> like Tinkerbell. 
Oh, subliminal messages. <laughs> yep, it's like, oh, look, Tinkerbell has a cameo in this, or go buy a Tinkerbell doll. Yeah. <laughs> a she never she... wears that tiny dress. It's like a tiny green dress. She never wears that. That's right. Tinkerbell's dress. I know, and there's a point where she holds it up and is looking at it, and she compl- you can see that she has different color hair. Like, oh. it doesn't work at all. No. Well, cheap animation, that's what would get you. Yeah. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, because I, well, no, seriously, that's interesting because one thing I've always noticed with the sequels is that a lot of times you'll notice that the characters, their skin color will either be, like, really dark or really light. There's never, like, an in-between. And I asked um, one of our guests about that who was good with animation. He said, oh, it's because they don't have enough money to get certain colors. Huh. So, makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so fun fact of the day, folks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so but I agree. The doll thing was interesting because I was like, wait, he made it already? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first stanza of that song wasn't even over, and it was made. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, but we can just establish right now, no song is good in this film. No. No. I mean, all terrible. There's yeah. not one that I was even like, this is all right. That's why I said that first song was the best song. I really, I really believe that. Mm. Because every other song is even worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, this, this one, I think, is the worst, personally, because it just has, it doesn't go anywhere. Right. I've, I, like, I've never, like, in my life felt so stressed out. Like, because my, <laughs> my body's like, okay. And now we go to, no, it doesn't do that. It just goes back and does the same thing over again. It never, like, establishes any sort of... Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we could have a whole podcast just, like, about this song and how yes. bad it is. Oh, yes. <laughs> so. Pick it apart. Yeah. How horrible it is. Oh, man. That would just be depressing. <laughs> That'd be an, an awful episode. I know. Like, oh, subjecting, like, well, not only just, like, you know, subjecting us to it, but everybody else. It's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> oh. Who would listen to that, honestly? Actually, <sighs> probably a lot of people. Music Probably. nerds especially. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they'll call up and they'll be like, wait, wait, wait. Well, they'll write in, wait, <laughs> this, what you just said about... <laughs> All right. <laughs> we won't go there then. Yeah. Um, so after the song, I guess Laverne convinces Quasimodo that to give this girl another chance uh, and go to the circus. <laughs> yes, right? and he's like, okay. Yeah, I'm like, What? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense like these characters they they're stupid okay they're stupid <laughs> like... yeah and then and then he like she he, they make him dress like frollo for some reason no. why would yeah. they so weird dead like, man's why is clothes? Dressed like frollo <laughs> no that takes man it to... who tried to kill him's clothes that that takes it to another level yeah mm. awkward oh my gosh that's like in love with your captor Ooh. Oh, the uh, <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, and so we go to the circus, and we see the villain perform, and he reveals Madeline, and Quasimodo's in the crowd, and he's like, oh, yeah, cool. And uh, the son, again, I forget his name, I apologize. Zephyr? Zephyr? Zephyr. Zephyr. <laughs> what a name, Zephyr. Um, and he says he wants to join the circus. Uh, <laughs> fine go <laughs> you're annoying go ahead go ahead um because he saw those country bears and he's like yeah i want to join yeah. them i want to be a country bear exactly. oh yeah and the villain started voguing at one point yeah he vogued 
That was like his thing. It's like, oh, magic, Vogue. It's like, what? Yeah. what? <laughs> Remember the 90s, kids? No. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, the 90s. Oh. Such a time. Okay. But, yeah, and we get also, I noticed that there's all these, like, colorful lights and stuff. And I'm like, what age are we in? Like, how is this happening? Yeah, and suddenly the magic is real and not a trick at certain points. Right. Like, there's certain things that he does that could not be an illusion. It's just, like, like, like all of a sudden, and now in this world, magic is real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't oh. before. Yeah. And they try to explain it with, like, the whole tunnel thing. But I'm like, wait, wait. <laughs> wait. <what>? wait. <laughs> Uh, no, because later on, magic was real. Right. Like, how did they get the bell? Like, right. there's no tunnel. Yeah, and what? what? He exactly. magically makes something <sighs> appear in front of Zephyr at one point, and it's just floating there. Right. That is, I mean, there's no way that would have happened. So. No. No. Well, once again, you know, Disney's expecting its viewers to be like, oh, okay, oh, this is great. <laughs> you know. They don't care about, you know, they don't want us to think when they watch their movies or when we watch their movies, so. Well, they're probably hoping that, oh, like, maybe this would be the more friendly, like, family-friendly, rather, uh, hunchback. So then, Mm. you know, you can let your three-year-old watch it and not have to worry about, like, people getting murdered or something like that. If I was a kid when this came out, my mom would never have even let me watch it. She would have been like, no, this is is literally just shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my grandma used to buy me all the VHS tapes usually nice. when I was younger. Uh, oh. She didn't buy this one, though. Uh, thank God. Oh, thank God. <laughs> um, She's smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still have pretty much all my clamshells, so mm. pretty pretty excited about that. But no, I, I didn't think I got many of the sequels. But then again, I was too old at that point when they started coming out. Oh, yeah, I never I... had that. Oh, never had those. We were too poor, so we would get um the the VHS tapes like and then just record it off of something nice. <laughs> nice bootleg nice. versions. Exactly, that's the way to go. That's yeah. what my dad misses VHS uh, tapes now because he can't Aww. record his NASCAR races. Oh, but, but there are DVD recorders that you can buy, and they're not expensive. Tell your dad. Have... <laughs> he used to have one. Oh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. they break easily. Yeah. Anyway, yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that instead. <laughs> you know when you, like, didn't like a movie when all of a sudden you're talking about DVDs and NASCAR? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you're trying so hard not to talk about this awfulness. Yeah. So true. Oh. I love it. But, yeah, so uh, the evil man tells Madeline to go out there and talk to Quasimodo so she overhears Quasimodo talking to the kid, and because uh, I forget I his name this, again. I hate this kid, especially at this point. He's just screaming. I can't. I his so voice annoying. was really annoying. It really was, and even and with the song that's about to come up, we'll talk about <laughs> oh, that no. voice too. <laughs> yeah, the song because the whole song basically, uh, Madeline is following them. <laughs> oh. Yeah. The, yeah, that last moment at the end of the song, she just looks like she's about to orgasm because <laughs> like, oh. she's nice to some child. I know. Like, <laughs> like, why? Why would that be your reaction? Like, you're like, oh, he's good with children. Like, she's... you wouldn't be like orgasming. Like, Her body oh. started shaking. She was like, oh, oh. I was like, really? What was that reaction? Like, what? 
That would never, ever happen. Never. I know. Oh. I know. I know. Oh, that was terrible. Sorry, I'm crying right now. <laughs> this song also had some weird verse. Like, the verse was so... It's like they tried to go into the uh, the world of, like, patter song, and it mm-hmm. failed so miserably. Failed. Uh, <laughs> failed so hard. Yeah, this song. I mean, especially, though, it was weird because, um, like, throughout the song, I, I forget now, actually. Did the kid sing? Yeah, he was singing the fast part. That's it's right, like, yeah. He had this whole weird fast part, and then uh, I think that uh, Quasimodo was singing the chorus with yeah. him or by himself. I don't remember. Because yeah, I remember he fell asleep at the end, and then Quasimodo sang. Um, yeah. And that's when... Uh... Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then she comes. Um, <laughs> I also wrote down, because this really bothered me, the rhymes were just for rhyme's sake. Oh, like, no. they had to find a rhyme for something. And he, wrote, he said, uh, closer than frack and frick. Which normally you say <laughs> frick and frack. Right. But he had to say it backwards to get the rhyme. It was such a bad addition to a song it was like yeah. let's find a rhyme whatever it is we can't say the other one that starts that ends with ick so let's find something else yeah, so right. any, as many ick rhymes as possible <laughs> yeah i imagine like they're in a coffee shop and be like all right guys let's write a song we have five minutes do it yeah. so, um so esmeralda and phoebus come over and take their child and Madeline comes over and starts talking with Quasimodo. And this is the part we talked about earlier where they just don't acknowledge what happened. No. <laughs> At all. No, I never just ran away from you because you're ugly as hell. <laughs> so I'm just here. Yeah. Hey, what? by the way, what about La Fidel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was interesting because, like, he... You would think he would be, I don't know, a little hurt by this. I don't know. Just a thought. <laughs> like, but... in the first movie, he cried all the time. But it was, like, it wasn't, like, overly dramatic crying. It was just, like, like you know, internal, like, pain, like, mm-hmm. and heartbreak. Like, this, he, it was just like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, everything's exactly. Great. You constantly feel bad for him in the first one. Yeah. In the second one, you don't care. Right, you're like, <laughs> all right. Because he doesn't care. And that's no. when the character doesn't care. Why should you? Right. He's like, eh, it's fine. Exactly, exactly. Gets over it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, well, I want to be in love, so hey, how are you? Um, you know. And so, um, I forget what happens after this, actually. Oh, the ki- yeah, Phoebus is getting yelled at by for some oh, reason Lady Tremaine. Yes. I don't know why she's there, but she's there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Lady Tremaine. Which was an interesting part because, like, in the scene itself, like, we see these people talking about how a lot of their things were stolen. Yeah. And Phoebus just doesn't look like he cares the entire time. <laughs> You're right. He, well, we were talking about how Kevin Klein's acting. You knew this was just a paycheck for him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, God, yeah. Was so, he walks into a room and he's like, okay, so what's going on? Right. It was it was so like he, he was literally just reading lines. There was like no acting involved. Like at least the first one, he was like actually trying. This one, he's like, "All right, this sucks, but you know what? Whatever. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta feed my kids." Right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He did not care. Like oh, they're all like uh-huh. everything was stolen. He's like, "All right, I'll figure it out. Whatever." Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
They're like, I won't be able to pay my rent. And he's like, yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, like, it's the first one. He, like, saved all those, that whole family. And he's like, he's like, oh, you know, like, I, like I'll like i die for them because, you know, like, I saved this family. And then this one's like, yeah, whatever. He's like, I have a kid. Enough of this. <laughs> yeah. I can't use your problems anymore. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so he uh, starts suspecting, I guess, that maybe the circus has to do with this. Right. Meanwhile, Quasimodo and Madeline are taking a tour of Paris. Oh, horrible scene. Yeah. It's just a bunch of pointless yeah. vignettes that don't go anywhere, like the souffle. Oh, oh my gosh. Like bread. It looked like bread. I thought it was like a, a giant piece of bread. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a souffle. Yeah. Like, what? Uh, horrible. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. And that leads to another song. Oh. Wait, does it? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's the one with the gargoyles, and I think... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I think the city starts singing, or joining in the song afterwards. Oh, the, uh, yeah, the ensemble, because then they like they had like ensemble singers in this one. Yeah, okay. They turned it into like a like a stage show or something like that. I don't even mm. know. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And he has he's like jumping around on rooftops while they're singing. Yeah. And, and like she all of a sudden, Simone mentioned this one too that that he she all of a sudden was like okay like she she's like she's done it before, right? She can't even walk on a tightrope. But <laughs> yeah, I know, how how are you like jumping on like buildings and stuff like that? Hmm. Magic, magic. Yes. Yeah. And the song was kind of like a weird like seventies Scooby Doo Partridge Family <laughs> thing. Ugh. Yeah. And. Uh... Then we see them go into the cathedral because it's raining outside, so that's why they go in indoors. Sanctuary! <laughs> oh, that doesn't happen. That's right. No. Yeah, unfortunately, not at all. And <laughs> uh, then we learn that La Fidelle means the faithful one. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Yeah, and then, so there's this line. I forget who says it. I think it was uh, Madeline who said it where she says. Wait, I think, I think you're going to say the same one. Go ahead, say it. She is more beautiful on the inside. Yes! And he goes, yes! I'll show you! Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> I that down too! What? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Innuendo, innuendo. Oh god. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I mean, that was the best line of the movie. <laughs> oh my god. So on the nose. I mean, ugh. God. And it's a shame because that's not even really a theme of this movie even though they try to say it is it's really not what the theme of like being more beautiful oh. on the inside Oh, because oh. Oh, i guess yeah. the bell they act like it's they don't really say this a lot but it seems like they think the bell is ugly on the outside like really? somebody somebody really? says it once who is it <laughs> um that's yeah okay oh no that's, it's the villain they, oh they clearly didn't like make it a big deal no that's the thing <laughs> yeah exactly because for the metaphor to work you have to have the bell look ugly on the outside, and right. it, it looks like a bell. <laughs> like it, yeah. It's nothing. So I, don't, I didn't understand. But somebody, I think it was the villain who said something at the very end. But when he was stealing it, he just like, yeah, it's ugly. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> oh, oh man. But yes. Yeah, so they go inside the bell. They look yes, at they... how beautiful it is. Nice. Oh, so beautiful. So many jewels. Oh, yeah. So many things to steal. So pink. Oh, sorry. Hey, what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> I can say whatever I wanted, so I did. 
<laughs> you know, honestly, it's fine because really, this movie, uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's trash. Yeah. <laughs> so then they're talking by the fire. And she says, Madeline says to Quasimodo that she's never met anybody like him before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's nothing to say about that. <laughs> I loved you and it's only been a day. <laughs> yeah. I know this film moved so quickly. Like by the end of it, I was like, wait, wait, how did we get? Okay, whatever. At least in, like, Snow White, you, like, like the characters, so it's right. okay that they fall in love out of nowhere, mm-hmm. you know? And this, you just hate everything. So, everyone's so hateable. Even Esmeralda, who's in it for four seconds, by the way. Yeah. Like, De- Demi Moore gets nothing to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, characters are just hateable. Phoebus is hateable, as we talked about. It's just, who do you, there's no one to like. No. For, even Jason Alexander is acting like Pumbaa. Yeah. I mean, he does. He does. Well, even um, now that you say that, comparing to something like Snow White, I mean, like you said, at least the characters in Snow White are likable. And even if, like, you don't like Snow White and you think it's too simplistic of a film, at least Snow White has, like, artistic integrity in its intent. Yes. <laughs> like, this film is just, <laughs> oh, I hate it. It's just, yeah. Because Walt actually liked the characters and you right. could tell it the animators weren't even involved with the writers like it was just no. completely it's like here we wrote this send it overseas to draw it you don't have any emotional connection at yeah. all right so we see uh madeline kiss quasi on the forehead i think that's the scene right i guess i think <laughs> I, I didn't write it down but it just popped in my head i'm pretty sure this is the scene um, Makes sense. and she leaves and then we see it's the next day, and Esmeralda has a show. And this was really weird, because she's performing, and then Quasimodo just says, Esmeralda, I need you. I need you. I'm like, can't this wait? Like, she's in the middle of a show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't understand. Okay. Yeah. It's, I guess it was for, to just get the plot. I don't know. Yeah. There's really no explanation. I tried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then we see uh, them talk about how Quasimodo's in love. And yeah. I don't really have anything to say about that part either. Nope. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Phoebus comes, and he basically tells them that, you know, oh, I am suspicious that this, these circus people are stealing jewels and stuff from people. And yeah. Quasimodo and Esmeralda are just so dismissive and think he's a jerk. And I'm like, but, but he's right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true and it's that was the one where i wrote down his delivery was so bad he just walks yeah. in and goes the circus is responsible for a string of robberies <laughs> that's his first line that's how he walks in <laughs> I mean, yeah you're right they they just like are just like oh you're a dick <laughs> he is right yeah. <laughs> he's like he should say in that line he should be like i am a vegetable all right because it's true, like his delivery is so bad. Yeah, I mean, it really is. It's not like the, they gave him much to work with too, but he was—he no. I mean, was bad on his own. I mean, the circus is responsible for a string of robberies is not an entrance line. How about no. hi guys? Yeah. <laughs> or, or listen, you might want to sit down. I don't know something. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But honestly, 
the whole delivery aspect of it, when I was right. watching, I was legitimately confused because I was sitting here and I was like, wait, is does he care? Like, And I was like, oh, wait, this is a bad sequel. <laughs> Probably there's something going on behind the scenes. But still, like, I'm watching. I'm like, wait, what? Like, it just didn't make sense. I feel like I was going to say it leads people astray, but who cares? You know, this film, yeah. it's already lost. So They're just lazy in like right. all respects. Yeah, exactly. So then we see the evil man, which I forgot to say in a previous scene. Um, he they're in his tent, I guess, and he says mirrors, and all of these mirrors appear. Oh yeah, that goes nowhere, by the way. No. Yeah, <laughs> which could have been really interesting. <laughs> like, yeah, it could have. See, yeah. there's a lot of things that could have happened, right. especially when you're like, okay, these mirrors are clearly going to come back later and be part of the plot. Nope. <laughs> no, but you know, at the end when there's a big climax, and they're going to use the mir- nope. Nope. <laughs> so then, why are we putting it? Okay, okay. Yeah, it was, was so pointless. Um, yeah. And but you can see, um, he's talking to Madeline, and he wants her to get Quasimodo out of the cathedral because they're about to steal the bell. And right. then this is when Phoebus comes in, and um. Phoebus is basically asking about the jewels, and the villain hides them. And uh, the villain then reveals that it is Madeline who's been stealing them. Right. And just, <laughs> just all kinds of fuckery right here. <laughs> yeah. And what I guess to me, what the funniest line of the film was was in this scene when Phoebus is leaving, and he says, "I'll let you get back to your self." And I was just like, oh, ha ha, that's okay. You made me laugh. Okay. Fair enough. See, uh, okay, so you actually laughed, like, because they, they made you laugh. That's that's different than all the other times I laughed. Because right, I was right. laughing throughout the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Was, this is like watching The Room and, uh, <laughs> what do you call it, a Troll 2 at the same time. It's just oh. phenomenal. Mm. <laughs> oh, phenomenal. Yes. That's a great word. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so the men go to steal the bell. And the evil man makes the bell disappear. And I yeah. guess uh, the um, Esmeralda and Phoebus' son is there as well? Or no, it's the gargoyles who see him do this. Well, no, because they, they kidnap Zephyr soon, so oh, he must yeah. be there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. He, cause he, no, he, I remember he like runs to see what's going on. Yeah, that's right. They're like, he's in the movie, so we need to use him for something. Right. <laughs> he's on he's on the front of the VHS tape, you know? Yes. <laughs> so clearly he's important. They're like, we need a, somebody to get kidnapped and it can't be the girl. Who can we Let's make a child. Yeah. That'll work. Mm. And <laughs> Why not? Well, exactly. Let's try higher. Exactly. Exactly. But not really. Not really. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah. They then... Uh, Phoebus... Comes and they realize that the bell has been stolen. I guess that's when the archdeacon comes and announces that it's stolen. And Phoebus finds out, I guess, decides that the villain did it instead of Madeline. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not like... Wasn't Madeline chained up at this point? Well, like, not, not yet, because remember, she was with Quasimodo. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, how does he... Like, why does he just believe uh, the villain? Like, right. what? like yeah. he's, I don't know. He was never that guy. Right. Yeah, the villain's so evil looking. Like, why? <laughs> how would you just believe this guy who has all these millions of mirrors? 
doesn't even make any sense. It's just like saying it wasn't me. It was the one-armed man. And they're like, right. okay, no problem. Yeah, right. See you later. Like, all right, well, I'm, I'm good at my job. Well, that was easy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I like this. I could do this for the rest of my life. Okay. No, but I guess uh, they start to find, or they're looking for the villain, but they do chain up Madeline at this point. Yeah. Because and I guess... Course, yeah, of course, Quasi is like, ah, no, she didn't do it. Right. <laughs> but still. He has a little cry. Uh, on the steps, um, because his love is, has betrayed him. Yeah. And we really, you don't care. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, so then we see, oh yeah, the goat, whose name is escaping me, I'm Jolly. Jolly, yeah. Jolly, yeah. Um, is also uh, kidnapped, and they're on the boat underground. Uh. Yeah, in the sewer. There's a gondola in yes, the sewer. Yes, yeah. Do they have gondolas in Paris in the yeah, sewer? Yeah, in France. <laughs> Is that like a thing in France? He's a magician. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Just so make he... them appear and disappear. Right, right. Like, exactly. Go to Italy first. Right. Steal a gondola, bring it to France, <laughs> and then put it in the sewer. Okay. He, All right. he moves past the limits of space and time. Okay. Yes. So, again... He's There's no backstory about this guy, so we don't know how he does it or anything. It just he just does. Right. Well, he's a magician. So. Oh. <laughs> oh god. So then we see that Madeline is a prisoner, like she's actually in a jail cell, and I guess uh, Quasimodo, Esmeralda, and Phoebus are talking about how they're gonna find the villain, and then they learn they um, that their son is missing. Right. Which, I don't know if they know if he's being held prisoner by the villain. I forget. I think that somebody said... See, that's like I don't remember who it was, but I remember somebody saying, Zephyr ran off to find you guys, or something like that. Right. They're like, oh, okay. I, I, don't, I really don't remember how that happened. Nah. All I wrote down is, Zephyr idiotically tells Saroosh that he's the captain's son. Why yeah, that's right. That? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. Stupid kid. Yep. Uh, so then they take, when, or Madeline says that she knows how to find the villain. And so Phoebe says, okay, we'll take you out of your jail cell, but you're still going to be chained up. And they go underground, because that's where she says the villain will be. They go down there, and he wants, I guess, the gate open to escape. And he holds up the child. I guess he says he's going to drown him. Or drop him in the water. <laughs> I think I'm I just stopping. He attention. definitely was going to kill him. I don't know. I, I don't remember <laughs> what he was going to do. Yeah. I just remember him holding him up. That's it. It was like, it was like Simba or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Should have had a breakout circle of life. Hmm. <laughs> well, the best is even after he goes through the gate, he's still holding the kid up for a good right. like, two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what was the point of that? Yeah, and lazy it, animation. Well, it, it it was lazy plot because yeah. the whole with him holding it up, they were able to get him later on. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> and that's the part of see. This is the only part of the movie where it could have been like emotionally compelling because you see Phoebus has to make this really hard decision. Right. And you just you still don't care. Like, but I wish, <laughs> you, but I wish you would. Like, because it was interesting. It just they didn't. They didn't do anything to to make the characters interesting, I guess. The the plot itself was sort of interesting. 
Well, the thing is, the parents never seem to really do much with the kid. Right. Like, yeah. one scene when they're at the circus and you see them, you know, whatever. But you never see them, like, you never feel like, oh, they really love their kid that much. In fact, he's usually with Quasimodo. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then we see Madeline tell Quasi, you know, um, break the rope around my arms. Like, I know what to do. So finally he does. And this has to be the dumbest part of the movie. Uh, yes. And oh. and that's saying something because yeah. it's so fucking dumb. Oh. God. I mean, because I, I really thought to myself, I was like, okay, they're going to tie in her uh, tightrope skills. Okay, let's see what happens. Yep. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, they're like, nope. They're just holding him up still for some yeah. reason. Right. He's like, I'm still holding this boy up in case uh, anybody wants to save him. Yeah. Hello? And, and they're like, thanks. You might as well just like give, give them back the kid. It's like, here you go. Right. And like... <laughs> I get that they were trying to save the kid, but, like, wasn't the whole point of trying to catch the villain? Like, so her plan wasn't to stop the villain. It was to catch the kid. So she gets the kid, and that's all well and good. But, like, then the soldiers come and get the villain. Like, couldn't they have just done that to begin with without her help? They (laughs) They could have done that before he was holding the stupid kid up. Right. Like there. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, what was the point of that? I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And they, they didn't showcase the they, like I was yeah I was expecting for this big event you know yeah. with, with the tightrope and nah nope uh, nope it's a kid no you now I'll get you next time gadget you know <laughs> yeah all right oh. <laughs> classic Disney sequel we love yep. it yeah and then <sighs> at the end there's a, a couple of great sex jokes Do you uh, notice the the gargoyles um. They say she'd better take good care of our boy, oh. and she turns around and goes, oh. "Don't worry, I will." <laughs> and then gives us wink. huge wink, and the gargoyle's jaws come off. Yeah, like, I, I was like, "What? <laughs> oh my god, really?" He's like, "They're like, take care of our boy. Like, I'm gonna suck his dick tonight." <laughs> That's yeah, basically. It's like, what? Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, well. I did not. Okay, so I must have definitely. I wasn't paying attention at that part. <laughs> clearly. Oh, that that was like what? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I was gonna say I'll go back and rewatch it, but no. <laughs> no, don't do that. Yeah, I don't, don't, don't. Just believe us. Yeah. yeah. I will. Some yeah. Outside about it. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth it. It's, it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. No. And then we get an ending, and everybody is a couple. Like even the horse uh, has a oh, second yeah. long romance. Out of nowhere, like it, yeah. It was, yeah. No point in it. And then they all have to yell, I love, insert name here. So you hear that 50 times. The fuck? Uh, (laughs) All right, we get it. You love them. (sighs) I I forgot about, actually, the the animal characters like Jolly and the horse, who really had strong personalities in the original film. Completely... Yeah, the only reason Jolly was there was to get hit on by uh, Jason, <laughs> and yeah, that's yeah. all that happened. Yeah, wait, they they end up getting together, don't they, or something? Do, Do they? That? I don't remember. Uh, I didn't write it, so I don't. Uh, like, was there was the uh, when we only find out that Jolly is a girl from oh, the, right, the eyelashes fluttering. He kisses he kiss, the Jolly kisses uh, Jason Alexander, and then does the eyelash flutter thingy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's what we get. So that's when we find out that Jolly is a girl. 
right? I guess so. I guess. I'm still holding out for homosexual gals. Well, you know, it's funny that you said it because um, I wasn't, I was sort of looking, I was looking down, I wasn't looking up at the movie, and I saw the eyelash part, but I just thought that maybe that was just a girl goat and that her and, or her and Jolly must be getting together. I just assumed that. Um, so that's why I didn't pick up on the whole romance thing. <laughs> yeah, because like it was established, or oh, something that was established uh, earlier, <laughs> that uh, Jason Alexander was in love with the goat and was like yeah. obsessed with the goat, and like right. you know, it's like, oh wow, like I-, I thought that it was a homosexuality thing first too. I was like, wait, Jolly's a girl? Yeah. What? Yeah. Well. <sighs> wow. That was that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's over with. Thank God. Oh, God. The thing is that this review was about the same length as the uh, movie was. Yes. Oh, no, yeah, short movie. Yeah, sure. which is good yeah. in a way because if it was any longer, they, I doubt they would have done anything but good with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. All I know is that this is like watching. This is like if they made a, an animated version of Les Mis and everyone lives at the end. Yeah. And then the, Les Mis too. And France yeah. just gives up. Yeah. <laughs> France wow. goes, okay, you guys win, and the revolutionists are like, yeah, yeah. and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> I love Eponine. Like random like sex jokes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a yep. great way to put it into perspective, actually. <laughs> Just think and then we get. Like, oh What's that? No, go ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna say something stupid. I like stupid things. Say it. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and then we get that shitty song. That's all. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ev, let's agree that all the songs are shitty, okay? Yes. Like, but, but in this one, he's, they, um, Jennifer Love Hewitt sings, I was lost, but now I'm found, twice uh, in the yeah. first verse. Yep. <laughs> oh. Yep. So that's what you get on this one. <laughs> well, you know. I mean, really, this could be renamed Shitty the Musical. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go see that, guys. I would watch a movie called Shitty the Musical. And then if I walked in and it was just Hunchback 2, I'd just walk out. Walk out yeah. <laughs> You'd like complain. This was misleading, okay? Yeah. They just rename it and re release it into theaters to see what happens. <laughs> That's like that um that new trailer that just came out. Um Oh the the um Sausages uh, or something. Yeah, the one with uh what's his name? Uh Seth Rogan. Yeah. Yeah, Very that was. I looks good. I'm gonna watch that. I know. <laughs> I watched. It, I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't seen that yet, so. That's I'll show it to you. It's very funny. It is. So wink. Yes. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, I just said wink. Because you said I'll show it to you, and I said wink. Yeah. Wink. Oh, now my jaw falls off. <laughs> that was yeah. great. Get it, folks? It was a penis joke. Ah! Ah! Stop. I'm okay with that stuff. Like, they did it in Zootopia, and it was hysterical. You know what I mean? Yeah, there was a couple of of great sex jokes in Zootopia. Um, But they did it in a... a, I'm not going to use the word classier, but they they did it in a a way where it was, like, really subtle. Not like everybody stared and their jaws dropped and then fell open and fell off. Like, that was... That's insanity. You didn't see Zootopia yet? Not yet, no. Check it out. I've heard it's really good. Yeah. It's awesome. really good. Better than Hunchback 2. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure. So, that fin- that ends our discussion on that film. Thank God. <sighs> and, um, let's, we gotta ask the big question now. Alright. Did we need that sequel? 
No. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Why would you add? I know it's no? the no, but no? come on. <laughs> no, we didn't need it. Uh, I, listen, if I, I could understand if there was a sequel to, let's say, to Aladdin, if it was good. Right. Did we need that particular one? No. But there should never be a sequel to Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah. The Hunchback is... The, the, Quasimodo is never supposed to, like, be happy. That's the point! Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, it's so. meant to be dark and depressing and just like, oh, well, this sucks. And, yeah. like, you know, because realistically, that's what would happen in mm -hmm. real life. Right. It's not like, oh, like, like happy ending for everybody. Oh, guess what? Hun like, uh, Quasimodo is going to get a happy, t happy ending, too. Wink. Yeah, jaw drops off. <laughs> drops off. <laughs> oh, God. It's yeah, like, yeah. What? Yeah, uh, it's a shame. I will say also that this is probably one of the worst sequels I think we I've I've watched personally on this. I don't know. Um, I'll have to ask Dan what he thinks. Because... I think Jafar is worse personally, but that's just me. Well, Jafar is still bad, but I will say that at least Jafar like tries to incorporate like. I'm thinking about the music right now, like yeah. themes from the original film. Like thinking about the music in Hunchback compared to this, right. it's just sad. Well, because I mean, you go from someone like you know Alan Menken and Steven Schwartz hmm. to like two no name people. I looked them up, yeah. and I they didn't do anything else. Really? <laughs> like yeah. there was a couple things that they like worked on, but it wasn't anything you've heard of. You know. Yeah. God. It was. They, yeah. they probably couldn't afford anybody else because the thing is, like, they're gonna pay Demi Moore again. They're gonna pay Kevin Klein again, and they're they don't even do anything in it. Like you're paying all these actors, so it's like, all right, you, we gotta we have a budget where if we want the names, like you know, who cares? Like we'll just pick anybody. We'll pick Joe over here and and, and Mary. Like right. you know, just have them do it. Right. <laughs> I just said Joe and Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Know. I'd rather have no name actors and better songs. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. That's yeah. very true. So uh, this was very bad. This was definitely one of the worst that I've <sighs> ever um, out of all the Disney sequels because it's just. I mean, it was unnecessary. I, have you done Pocahontas two yet? That one also is really bad. But besides that, they're not. You know, nothing yeah. comes to the level of those three movies. I don't think. Well, what about? Have you seen Belle's Magical World? Uh, no, I saw the Christmas one. You should see Belle's Magical World. Well, okay, let me rephrase that. You shouldn't <laughs> see Belle's Magical World, but if you're interested in a like the worst I like, I like sequel, yeah. <laughs> oh, it is awful, and that's a. <laughs> um, as you know, our guest uh, for Return of Jafar really liked Return of Jafar. Well, yeah. he also liked Belle's Magical World, and oh. I said, I was like, oh. no. No. <laughs> like, oh Were you like questioning yourself? Why did I get this guy on? <laughs> I, I, I know you can't say anything, but... <laughs> yeah. I guess I there know. is an audience for these bad sequels, like, people who actually enjoy them, and I guess, like, there probably will be some people who are like, oh, yay, like, you know, happy ending for Hunchback, that's mm -hmm. great, you know, oh. like, parents and stuff like that nope. who just want their kids to <laughs> see something, like, you know, positive. Yeah, I'm mm. sure the parents will be happy with the sex joke at the end. Mm. Oh, they probably are... Oh. I still can't believe that the sex joke was ridiculous. It's like, really? Seriously, you're just going to, like, go and, like, have sex with him, like, right after this. It's like, wink! <laughs> oh, uh, cringeworthy. It is. Just like this entire movie, really. That's yes, the cringeworthiest, but... Mm, yeah. So, sometimes we also will rate the movie. How about out of five stars, what would both of you say? Um, I'll give it one and a half. <laughs> right. The half a point is because I 
I laughed a lot at the movie, <laughs> but not for the reasons they wanted to. But because I got entertainment at least out of it somehow, yeah. um, I could at least give it that half a star. But it was awful. I, I mean, there's nothing redeeming about it at all. Hmm. Yeah. No, this is like I would give it one and a half, and also for the entertainment factor. It's like, why the hell would this like evil man be voguing? When did they start <laughs> voguing? Like in Victor Hugo's time, did they invent the Vogue? Did Madonna just steal from Victor Hugo or then, something like? Well, that? yeah, and then somebody picked up a sign that said "Hubba Hubba" right after yes. that. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. What was the point? I I felt like you know, like how in Shrek they have those signs as well, and I thought, oh, oh. Yeah. oh. Okay. But at least it's Shrek. They're yeah, they're, they're making fun of doing it exactly. Yeah, it's exactly exactly. Yeah, yeah. Shrek is actually good. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's all. <I'll> say. <laughs> um, all right. Wait, what so, are you gonna rate it? Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say one star. Um, I mean. Yeah, that's all I'll say. I agree with <laughs> yeah. I agree with your points. Like I laughed while watching it, um, but it's just so bad. It's definitely one of the worst. It this has to be the worst villain. I oh, really easily. I honestly think it's the worst villain I've ever seen. He he no like I'm not scared by this guy mm. at all. No, it's like, oh, he's just like some middle aged balding fat guy <laughs> who like wears corsets. Yeah. That's it's right. like Okay. That, right, he that. We need to talk about that for a second. <laughs> like <laughs> that, that seat, I was like, oh wow. Okay, he is a pot belly. All right. And All right. uh then the corset. Um, and, and, and then it never comes back. Again. Right. Like, never comes back. Why even have that happen to your you, look, when you make a plot point or when you do something in a movie, it's supposed to come back later or at least have to do with something. When you're just pumping in randomness, you're doing it because you had no other ideas. Right. And they're like, well, this will be funny. To who? Right. <laughs> it was, it was, was disgusted. Exactly. It was more disgusting. <laughs> I was like, what? Ugh. Like, I wonder if the, uh, the writers just decided to, like, stop writing forever after <laughs> doing this. They're just like, well, that didn't do well. <laughs> Let's never do this ever again. Yeah. Like I'm sure that Disney paid them like an okay, like they, that was probably their first big paycheck, and they're like, oh yay, Disney, and they're probably so excited. Called their like Aunt Susie and was like, oh my god, look, yeah. I'm getting a, like you know, and then they're like, oh, yeah, that's what you made. I, I got terrible. I just found out something that makes me very sad. Hmm. Oh god, what is it? One of the the writers, uh, his name is Flip Cobbler. He uh, he also wrote Lion King too. <laughs> What? No. I know. I'm sad because that was awesome. What <laughs> happened? He, Seriously. But he also wrote oh. Beauty and the Beast: The Enchanted Christmas, Pocahontas 2, which is one of my other worst ones, oh. yeah. and Lady and the Tramp 2, which I don't know if you so got he, up that he yet. He just writes sequels. That's what he that's, does. Yeah, just, that's it. He's a sequel writer. Yep. Oh. And, and one episode of Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. <laughs> so funny. Wait, let's see how many. How many, there's like a bunch of writers according to their IMDb. Well, the screenplay was written by three people. Hmm. So the first person, Jewel Selbo, also wrote, uh, what the hell's Undressed? Uh, Cinderella 2, oh. uh, Little Mermaid, was that 2 or 3? I can't see. Let's see, that looks like it's uh, Ariel's Beginning, isn't that uh, 3? Three? Yep. 3, Oh, God. Have you guys seen that movie? I have not. No. <laughs> I, we, we did. We That's one of the, um, that we talked about, and um, we actually were very kind to it. It wasn't that bad. Oh. It wasn't as bad as two because two was a shit fest. Two, yeah, that was our first episode too. Um, yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, 
But I grew up with that one, like, so I sort of have nostalgia for it, but I have to sort of, like, set that aside. <laughs> Didn't they sing Ico Ico in that one? I mean, they had they couldn't even um, write a song. No, well, actually, okay, so here's a fact about that. That's on the soundtrack, but it's not in the movie. Oh, okay. It's a weird, it's weird because the soundtrack, My um, when I was younger, one of my neighbors had it, and it just had part of your world on it, like the remix of Cheryl Wright, I think, sang it. Okay. I don't know who that is. And um, and then they had that Ico Ico song, and I was like, okay. It's just the two, the two tracks. That was yeah. it. So I don't know uh, why that <coughs> happened. But yeah, very interesting. Yeah. And and just the final thing I wanted to say about the writing is that Cindy Marcus, the other person who wrote it, um, is married to Flip Cobbler and also <laughs> co-wrote Lion King too. So my heart is breaking at this moment. Just saying. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess what we can take away is that these writers do have some good ideas up their sleeves. Uh, one good idea. So <laughs> <laughs> that one movie and that was it. They should have just quit at that point. And then we never would have received Hunchback 2. Yeah. <laughs> I really wonder though. I guess Lion King, maybe that got just better treatment um, because it was such a su- success. I mean, even though Hunchback was a success as well. I don't know. Uh, what I mean, was it actually? It, I mean, it, it made back its money and everything and it, yeah. it did. It did okay. But it was, <coughs> it was riding off the coattails of a, uh, Pocahontas, which mm. had a big drop yeah. because of, um, you know, Lion King was so good and then Pocahontas was pretty mediocre mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, Compared people. To Lion King. Yeah. yeah. People were mad about the historical stuff. So Hunchback yeah. had to, like, you know, bring it back and it, it didn't do that well. Although it, it is one of my favorite in terms of music because oh. it's musical theater and so good. this yeah. household loves musical theater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I'm looking at the IMDb, though, with the Hunchback, too, it was nominated for a DVD premiere award for best screenplay shut the fuck up (laughs) what (laughs) it's some dvd exclusives award i don't even know what that is please tell me it's because of like these special features (laughs) imagine no it's for it's for screenplay what wow it was actually nominated how (laughs) oh it's a sex joke it's the oh yeah like i'll take care of it classic classic i can't respond to this (laughs) <laughs> but it's won awards. Oh, it freaking it uh, it what? Oh, I can't even. The original song won for best original song for the DVD mm-hmm. premiere award. But no one probably had an original song for DVDs that year. In yeah, it had to be it. Yeah, and also <sighs> won for best animated DVD premiere movie. Oh my gosh, that's sad. It was the best DVD that year. Are you kidding me? How is that possible <laughs> that it won for best DVD animated? Like. No, probably there were probably no DVD DVDs that came out, and they're like, "Oh, it's a uh, Disney." Well, yeah. Know? Think about it. This was, this came out in two thousand two. No, Lilo and no, Lilo and Stitch was in the theaters in two thousand two. So yeah. you had what? What? Tarzan in ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Dinosaur came out in two thousand. Yeah, you're not getting any good DVDs from Disney. <laughs> no, no. And the fact that that song won Jennifer Love Hewitt an award. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's. Uh, wow. I have one more fun fact about the movie. Apparently, towards the end of the film, during the festival, uh, one of the, the the first man to procre- yeah, proclaim his love in front of Notre Dame yells, I love Cosette. And I didn't hear that. Wait. And that's pretty awesome if that's true. Oh, I really? Didn't, I, didn't I might go back and watch. I might go back and watch. <laughs> Just to watch that last part. Yeah. That's clever, and I have to give it credit at that point. <laughs> huh. Anyway. I'm... Like, Marius is just, like, randomly there. Yeah. <laughs> 
Wow. That's, awesome. That's okay. actually cool. I actually like that. Yeah, that is really cool. <laughs> See, we end on a positive note. This is yeah. what we do. <laughs> you bring joy. Yes. <laughs> That's wonderful. <sighs> so on that positive note, our podcast is coming to a close. So first of all, Simone and Jerry, thank you so much for coming on. It was a blast. Yes, it was lots of fun. I would definitely come on again if you're not too scared of us. Oh, no, I'm not scared. You guys are awesome. <laughs> yeah, you're awesome. It was a lot of fun, so thank you for having us. Oh, no problem. And can you let the audience know where to find you? Oh, yes. We have a, a little podcast called Mouse Rants. You can find us at mouserants.gq. Um, all of our episodes are over there. It is 18+, plus, but I'm assuming that most of your audiences as well, being that you told me I could say words like fucking come. So, <laughs> um, you can also email us at mouserants at gmail.com, and you can find me on Twitter at Jerry the Skids. Uh, Simone has Twitter at Simone DeMilo, but she doesn't use it, so. Uh, really, so you, can, you can tweet me all you want, but I'll probably not try to check it. I'll eventually check it out. <laughs> nice. All right. So, that's the end of our episode. Hunchback 2. If you have watched it, hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you haven't, good for you. (laughs) So, we will talk to you all later. Goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye.